Let's stop obsessing over, do I need to cover my butt when I'm wearing leggings? And am I allowed to wear tank tops or not? And let's start obsessing over the heart of the father because you know when you value something or when you believe something, then you're gonna value it and then it's gonna feed your, feed your actions. What's up, incredible and loved and valued humans? I am so grateful for your life and I am so honored that you would take time today to hop on over to the Have You Heard podcast. I am your host, Emma May, and I am so over the moon about our conversation today and who our conversation is with, my dear dear sister and friend, Anna Grace Burley, and we are going to be talking about modesty. This is something that I've had people request often, and I couldn't think of a better person to talk about it with. So friends, faith comes by hearing. Grab your headphones and let's get into the word. AG, welcome to the Have You Heard podcast. I'm honored. (laughs) I'm thrilled. I'm stoked. This is hype time. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. This is hype time. I... Guys, that y'all are listening, me and AG, we've had so many FaceTime dates, and I feel like this is simply another FaceTime date, but so many of y'all are getting to have a FaceTime date with us, Mm -hmm. and this is seriously such a joy. I've been looking forward to this podcast for a while. My heart is beating so fast. I do have a little bit of butterflies, but I'm just so, I'm so excited. (laughs) I have to say, like, Every single time I talk to you, sister, and this is not to pump you up in front of your listeners, like I leave with something written on my heart or it's written in my notes app or it's written in my Bible. And I am just Mm -hmm. so impacted by you and your walk and your well of wisdom. And it's because the word of God is written in your heart. You take your relationship with him seriously. And I just really wanted to publicly say that. Um, but say it to you. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Guys, AG is like, we go back. (laughs) So we both graduated from Liberty, meaning we are out of college now, (laughs) but like we go back to like freshman year, sophomore year, going to the rot, which is our dining hall and eating some good rot food and having conversations to now being on the podcast. This is like so sweet. Um, AG, how are you? Girl, how are you doing? Thanks for asking. Thriving and abiding You're is welcome. something I like to say. Hey, Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Remy's making his debut. If y'all are watching on YouTube, oh, Remy hopped man. on the couch with me. <laughs> y'all, the way that Emma takes care of Remy is like, it just shows the heart of the father. <laughs> Let me just tell you. I'll just leave it at that. But she's such a good <laughs> dog mama. Girl, I'm good. I, I good. woke up, just spent some sweet time with the Lord this morning, surrendered it all, and and here I am. And I'm going to go to work after this. I'm so excited. Fine. <laughs> How are you? What is one... Oh, thank you. I'm so good. I am so good. I've been looking forward to this. And... Yeah, I'm having a great morning. I went and worked out this morning. Of course. I started the book of Numbers yesterday. So I'm in Numbers 2, mm. reading about all the different tribes, walking with their banner over them, where Come they on, sit in accordance with where the tabernacle is. Yep. yep. That's where I'm at in Scripture. Jehovah Nisei. And yes, listen to some really encouraging tunes while I curled my hair. I'm, you look beautiful. I'm, I'm feeling great. Thanks, bud. You too. Thanks. You too. What's something that made you smile this week? Oh, I love that question. Um, We have a puzzle table at our house, my roommate and I do, and it's Christmas time. So I'm really excited about my puzzle. And another thing that made me smile was that it's pretty busy week at work and just coming off the Thanksgiving break and um, being a little mm-hmm. sick before Thanksgiving, I was just feeling really behind and, and everything has just been such a win because I've had people just surrounding me in prayer. So that has been a massive smile too. Oh, yeah. that's incredible. That would make me smile too. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love <laughs> that. So uh, I seriously am so excited about having this conversation about modesty. We've had a couple of girls send in like, hey, I would love if you would talk about this. I would love if you would talk about this. And I think it's really cool because I feel like 
it has been talked about, even though I haven't had a podcast or YouTube that specifically has said modesty. Mm -hmm. But I think what I'm really excited about this conversation is it really does go back to the heart of God. So though modesty hasn't specifically been talked about, like the heart behind it has been talked about over and over and over again. But I think there's so much purpose about speaking into something specifically. I mean, you read Paul's letters to the church and Peter's letters to the church and you read James' letters to the scattered believers and you you see them addressing specific things that the people need encouragement in, the people need instruction in. And so I really believe that though we're going to be talking about the heart of God in this conversation, which is threaded throughout all of them, mm. I think this is going to bring some specific instruction and encouragement and I like I already said I couldn't think of a better person to invite on to talk about it that's really sweet I 100% agree I think it's really easy it's good to get into the details like you said but I also think it's really easy Mm -hmm. to almost idolize the details and be a little bit Pharisee about it you know adding in things Mm -hmm. um to the word of God that are not that are not there and um I just I really think that like it's important not to get up get caught up in those added on things to the word of God, but really to get caught up in the heart of the father, like you just said, like, let's stop obsessing over, do I need to cover my butt when I'm wearing leggings and am I allowed to wear tank tops or not? And let's start obsessing over the heart of the father, because, you know, when you value something or when you believe something, then you're going to value it. And then it's going to feed your, feed your actions. Um, so let's get obsessed with, um, you know, our, in, our intimate relationship with the father. Let's get obsessed with the word of God. Um, and sister, you're going to be just fine with dressing modestly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Wow. AG, I am, I would love for you to tell everybody, like, why is this something that is such a specific burden on your heart? Because I think whenever certain topics come to my mind or conversations I could have, if I think of a specific person or God brings a specific person to mind, it's typically because like they're walking that walk. It's a passionate burden on their heart and they're they're already talking about it like if I invite them on it's not their first time to talk about it to share the word of God that they've been studying deeply and so I know this is not the first time you've talked about modesty um, in the public eye and just in your home and conversations Hmm. with your closest people so how did this become such a passion on your heart Hmm. and why yeah absolutely um I think you know, we're not going to begin to care about the things of God until we're in the word of God. And so I really didn't care about it, like for the majority of my life. Um, I was that girl in high school that was, you know, you weren't allowed to wear spaghetti straps and the the fingertip length, you know, rule for the skirt and all that kind of stuff. And um, I was the two fingers. This, yep. Yep. All that. Well, three mm-hmm. fingers at my school. Three fingers at my school, oh, right, yeah. right. And I was that girl that was just like, well, it's not my fault that like my shoulder may be, you know, distracting to a fellow classmate. Um, just kind of that, but like, you know, I was still following the rules and, and all the things. Um, but I got to Liberty freshman year fully knowing that um, there was gonna be a dress code. And I was expecting some honestly dumb conversation about it um, when our RA was going to sit us all down and, and talk about it. And I was pleasantly surprised by my RA's, um, you know, explanation of why dressing modestly is important. And essentially, it's it's mm. not about you. Um, it's about your brothers and your sisters. And uh, it's about honoring them because you may be a stumbling block to your brother in Christ, who is your future, who is your sister in Christ's potential like future husband. So why would you ever want to get in the way of their journey of purity? A life of purity is hard in and of itself. I think everybody could say an amen to that, whether you're a guy or a girl. And that is something to take very seriously. It is a fight. I am thrilled that our generation is talking about it. They're talking about Mm -hmm. the issues of porn and masturbation and all of these things that have not been talked about and that the enemy wants to isolate you in. So that's already hard in of itself. Why would you, who is called as a daughter of the Most High King to love one another, 
You know, they're going to know Jesus mm -hmm. by our love for our brothers and sisters. So choose to love them. Why would you want to like just add on to that, uh, that, that struggle? Yeah. And, and so I was really impacted by that. I was like, oh, there's depth here. Um, but I wouldn't say that I was burdened by it. Around that same time that I was getting the RA talk was when I started faithfully reading the word of God. Um, and that, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, 2019 is when I faithfully started reading the word of God, which um, was second semester freshman year. Um, I The Bible sat on my bedside table all of high school, and it wasn't opened unless on Sunday mornings. And so um, I started reading it, and I remember the first day I was like, I started reading it, and I'm, I'm rabbit trailing now, Emma, but like you open that word of no, God and go you, there. you ask the Holy Spirit to make that alive too, because that's exactly what Hebrews 4.12 says. It says that the light is alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And so mm -hmm. you ask the Holy Spirit to, 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 to make it a Psalm 119 word of God, right? It is a, it, it is a light unto your path. It is um, a lamp unto your feet. Yeah. And, and so it becomes alive. And I don't care what your motivation is to getting into that word. I don't care if it's, I'm a Christian, so I have to do this, or I want to be in here, or I'm curious. I don't care what your motivation is. Like you open it up and it is supernaturally hungry and you're going to want more. And so I, I, there hasn't been a day since I opened it in 2019 that I haven't been in it. And that's only because of its supernatural power. But all that to say, you won't begin Come on, to <laughs> you won't begin to care about the things of God unless you're in the Word of God and you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you. And so, two years later, I hear about the gym just being really dark. And I was actually avoiding the gym because um, our junior year because of COVID. <laughs> um, so I didn't. Me too. Yeah, I didn't want to go to the gymnasium. Um, and I was just really hearing that it was that it was really dark, and I was like. I hate that. Like, I love my school. Um, the heartbeat of our school is the heartbeat of Jesus Christ. And so I don't like that it's dark there. And so I went and the Lord told me, like, don't listen to music, just pray. And like, I could feel how tangible mm -hmm. the darkness was. And um, that's when it began to burden me because that's when it just became about my brothers and my sisters in Christ. Like the locker room was full of girls that it just felt like you could just feel it permeating of, of, of just comparison and, and empty confidence and empty beauty and empty empowerment. Mm. And, and you could feel the, the, the eyes of, of the, of the guys just like looking down and staring at their feet and doing their best to, to, to not be led astray. And, and, um, you know, it is, it is the guy's, the guy's role to, to take his thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. It, it, it is his role to let the Holy Spirit empower him for self-control, but it's also our role to, to honor them and to love them well. And, um, I just wasn't feeling that in that gymnasium. And, um, I felt led to, to write about it, um, on my website. And then I started yeah. speaking about it in my public speaking classes. And then I was um, then asked to be on a podcast and talk about it. Um, and then I was asked to start speaking to other classes at Liberty about it. And um, then I got to, to this job that, I, that I'm in now. And um, I'm very humbled that they asked me to write about it again. And now I'm here. And um, yeah, like you said, I, I've definitely been talking about it for a while, but it hasn't always been a burden on my heart because it, it takes a while, but pr praise Jesus that sanctification is not an overnight process. Like he's always working on us. He yes. is long suffering. Um, he, he does not want to leave you where you are. AG, I am so encouraged. <laughs> there were, wow. Okay. There were two things. There were a handful of things <laughs> that I was so encouraged by in what you just said. There are two things in particular that I would love to touch on a little bit. Yeah. So, the first thing is you mentioned the job that you now have and the they asked you to write about it. So this was something I did not say, but AG is on Team LO. We love Live Original so Amen. much. Sadie is a gift, a visionary who loves God. I always love to say this because it's so true. Her name on Instagram is legit Sadie Rob, and it could not be more fitting because Agreed. she is legit. Agreed. Like the real deal, so genuine. 
but AG is on Team LO and is crushing it and blessing so many Thank people. You. And when she mentioned writing about it, y'all have to go read this. It's so, so good. I read it a while back, but it is literally a blog that AG wrote for LO Sister, and it is all about modesty. And I wanted to also hone in on that for a hot second because in that blog, you, I believe it was a quote by Nancy DeMoss. Yeah. And this leads into the second thing that I wanted to hone in on because the quote that you shared by Nancy was that, please correct me if I get this off, but it was, or maybe I wrote it down. Oh yeah, I did. What we wear plus how we look, it equals a picture of what we believe. And I wrote that down because it hits on what you were saying about the girls in the gym who like so many of the conversations are surrounded by what do they think of me am i pretty enough how am i coming across how do i appear the comparison game am i as pretty as she is like that type of mentality and i thought about that quote in relation to that those types of conversations and those types of thoughts because i do really believe that like how we carry ourselves and how we how we dress and how we choose to look, it does show a glimpse of what we believe about ourselves yeah, and what we believe about God and what he says about us. And I would love for you to talk about that a little bit because so much of what you're saying is, yeah, I mean, it's good that we're talking specifically about leggings and crop tops, but like, Let's get obsessed about the word of Amen. God. Let's get obsessed about the heart of Amen. God. And me and Josh, we did a boundaries video one time on YouTube. And instead of talking about our specific boundaries, we talked about like, what if we had a filter in our mind of what would be honoring to God? Yeah. Would this please God? And rather than seeing how far we can get close to the line of the boundary, let's see like, how we can honor God in everything that we do. And I really hear that from you in this modesty conversation that when that becomes our questioning, when that becomes our filter, it's it's a whole change of the ball game and it shows up in how we dress. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, you're making me want to cry a little bit because I I I didn't mention that with the burdened thing, but it burdens me when I think about the women that believe that they are not whole, that believe that mm -hmm. they need to be completed, that they are incomplete. Um, I've been there. I have been the person where my entire identity was wrapped up in if I have a guy's attention or not. And that's why I begin my blog post with, this is not a shame-filled, you know, condemning uh, conversation. This is a conversation that I pray pushes you to, to learn that it is good to be near God and that living a life with God is a life full of abundance. It's not, it's not prohibiting, it's freeing. And so I think about people that, that don't know um, the freedom and the confidence and the and the real love and the real authenticity and the real empowerment that it is to have the living spirit of God living inside of you. Um, it makes me makes me want to cry. <laughs> um, so I love that. Yeah, it's definitely you know what we wear plus how we look equals a picture of what we believe. Um, I think it's it's just really important. Um, to to focus in on how is the world defining love, empowerment, authenticity, and how is God defining it? Um, so first of all, I'll start with authenticity really quick. One of my favorite uh, passages of yes, scripture. Yes, go there. Go girl, there. Um, all about authenticity. It is my number one um, like value as a human being, but also it was my number one um value as, as running my, my business back in college as a personal stylist. Um, it's, you know, is this outfit authentic to me? 
And then is it honoring to the Lord to speak to what you and Josh talked about in your boundaries um, podcast, which you know, I watched that. It was incredible. I remember that one, of course. Y'all, literally, <laughs> I listen to three podcasts, and the Have You Heard podcast is number one. So um, I literally only listen to three. Um, more of a music girl. Okay, so First <laughs> John 1, verse 7 says, But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. So much goodness there. But essentially, I want to focus in on that fellowship part and being in the light. Mm -hmm. It says in my Bible right next to it, I wrote this down. When you're with God, you have the freedom. You have the courage to be yourself. No hiding and no pretending. And so mm -hmm. why would we ever want to like be a carbon copy of, of the world? Why would we ever want to be a carbon copy of a Pinterest outfit? Or of an outfit that Haley Bieber is wearing, you know, like I want to be um, authentic to who God has created me to be. Because I I woke up with breath in my lungs this morning because He wants me to receive His love and send His love, but He wants me to do that. He doesn't want you know Emma McDaniel that like, He doesn't want Sadie like He wants Anna Grace to go receive His love and send His love. And so authenticity is 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 so important. And I believe that the world would tell you that authenticity is flaunting your, your body in an appropriate dress. So then let's move on to empowerment. So um, there is this magazine um, that asked Hilary Duff um, to pose naked from head to toe on the front of the magazine. Oh, and yeah. she is like all like contoured so like you don't see anything. Um, and the world's going to tell you like, I mean, I read the article um, about it and um, essentially she was like, this is for the girl and like, this is like for that girl that like, you know, all these things. And basically like, this is, this is going to empower women. And for me, when I look at a picture of a naked person, like contouring her body so you don't see anything on the front of a magazine, that's not going to empower me to love somebody that's difficult to love. That's not going to empower me to share the gospel with the person sitting next to me on the plane. That's not going to empower me to have patience and to have self-control um, when I'm getting frustrated or easily annoyed, or it's not going to empower me um, to take a breath when there's a curveball thrown at me at work. Um, I mean, I could keep going on and on. Um, yeah. What's going to empower me is the Holy Spirit. The only thing mm -hmm. that is ever going to be of worthwhile, of sustenance, is going to be the Holy Spirit. And like, that's why you're holding him. It says in Colossians, like, what does it say? You have been brought to fullness in Christ. Like, you are whole. You are equipped by the Holy Spirit. That's the only thing that's going to get you through your day. That's the only thing that's going to have you persuade people to choose Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I just really wanted to touch on that too. And then finally, love. Um, I was praying through this podcast last week um, around Thanksgiving, and the Lord just really put 1 Corinthians 13 on my heart. And I was like, God, you're so fun and cute. Like, I'm obsessed with oh, you. I was like, hoping you would share this. <laughs> this is so good. I was like, you're so fun. Like, she's 1 Corinthians 13 love on Instagram. Like, I'm going to be on her podcast in a week. Like, you're so sweet and fun. And I was like, no, go read my definition of love. Um, so I'm going to read this. And I want um, you sister and friends that are listening, like, think about this in the context of dressing in modestly, Okay. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love is patient. If you're dressing immodestly, <laughs> I think you might be a little bit impatient for your future husband <laughs> and you're not going to be attracting the right kind of guy. You know, you might be attracting a guy 
but I would so much rather have a guy pursue me in the most pure and beautiful way because he's attracted to the Holy Spirit inside of me that is lasting and that goes from glory to glory to glory rather than be attracted to every outline of my body that is here today but could potentially be gone tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Love is kind. It does not envy and it does not boast. I think dressing immodestly is boasting in something that you are fully independent the on the Lord on like again it could be here today gone tomorrow um and it is not proud it takes a heck ton of humility to dress modestly like it takes denial of self to dress modestly why would you want to deny yourself because you've seen the faithfulness of God in the past that his ways are higher his ways are better therefore do yourself that that favor friend and you do the things that of the lord because that is to love him and they are not going to be burdensome emma taught me first john 5 3 and i will never forget it obedience is not burdensome it does not dishonor others it is not self-seeking again it is honoring to your brothers and to your sisters to dress modestly this life is not about you it's about the kingdom it's about the one it's mm-hmm. about his glory and your good um emma you know how outside of our gym at liberty there's there's this massive food court and i uh had finished working out and i was in line for food and when it's dark outside you know how you can see yourself in the reflection of a window so there was a girl that had just finished ordering and i was in the back of the line okay and it was a long line those lines are long yep and she was wearing um an outfit where you could she had just worked out you could see every outline of her body and um there's uh you she was looking at herself in the reflection of that window and you could just feel the dissatisfaction the sadness and the emptiness and the disappointment just permeating off of her and i was in the back of the line she was tugging at her body she was looking at herself and it burdened me and i think there is this silent reality that the world's going to tell you that it's empowering to dress like that in the gym you know um but in reality like you could get home from the gym and get home to your dorm and um be like man if only i had uh ab lines like her if only my butt was two sizes bigger and my thighs were two sizes smaller if only i could lift those type of weights so that way i could be on the floor with all the guys and so that way that that guy that i've had my eye on will finally turn his head and then maybe one day he'll like reach out to me and pursue me like that's not empowering that doesn't sound empowering to me that sounds demoralizing and so again like be empowered by the holy spirit and 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 do things that are honoring to the lord and that are authentic to you and um that is where that's where the good stuff is going to be well ag <laughs> yes as you were talking about us getting to the place where we actually realize in Christ, I have total wholeness in Christ. I, I lack no good thing. I'm craving for approval and to be seen and to be thought of a certain way. But whenever I step back and I look at the heart of God, I'm actually made aware of, wait, I already have these things and more in Christ. Like I don't have to look for these things on my own terms but in Christ I am whole and I am seen and I am approved and I am thought of highly like I am the head and not the tail and as you were talking about that it made me think of in Leviticus 26 I just finished reading through Leviticus which is why I'm in numbers but I have enjoyed Leviticus more than I think I've ever enjoyed it before just because as going back to the start of our conversation as you go to the word over and over again and your love for his word is only growing and as you were talking about it is alive you are 
just filled with so much encouragement and he just continues to reveal great and unsearchable things to you that you Mm -hmm. don't know. And I saw something in Leviticus 26 that like last week that has been sticking with me all week. And it's in the part where God is talking about the blessings that will come to his children who are obedient to him, who follow his word. And so when I'm, when I'm reading this, I'm like, okay, so this is basically like to us as believers today, this is the blessing that comes to those who abide in Christ, to those who have a relationship with God and are walking in relationship with him, with his word as a lamp to their feet and a light to their path. And one of the things that God said was that I took you out of slavery in Egypt and I removed the yoke of slavery from your neck so that you can hold your head high. Amen. I know. I've been like hyped up about that all week. I literally like wrote out to this, like in my journal as I was reading it, I was like, God set me free so that I could hold my head held high. And I think that sometimes we hang our heads so low in a symbolized kind of way through dressing in a way to make sure that people think of us because deep down we actually don't know the confidence we already have access to, the freedom we already have access to, how beautiful God has already called us, how loved we already are. And I just, that came to my mind as you were talking that like, God set you free so that you could hold your head high and you don't have to look for that wholeness and things other than him because you you never will find it. And I love that you went to 1 Corinthians 13. I was hoping that you were <laughs> going to do that um, because I, one of the things that you brought out was that love is not self-seeking. And it made me think of something that you shared in the blog that you wrote for LO, that self-focus fertilizes fear. Yeah. And when I read that, A.G., that is, you know, those quotes that just kind of stick with you. It kind of stuck with me. And I want you to share with us exactly what you mean by that, Mm. that self-focus. Like I'm focused on how I'm coming across, what people think of me, how I look. Am I enough? Am I pretty? And how we think that that will, as you were just talking about, produce the most empowerment and I will feel the most loved and I will be the most authentic whenever I am just so focused on me. So good. But here you're telling us that it fertilizes fear. Tell us what you mean by that because it's so, it's like intriguing. Yes, yes. Well, maybe it's that little alliteration of the focus fertilizes fear that maybe it sticks with you. Um, Or maybe it's the fact that it was literally like, a word that the Lord gave me. It wasn't me. It totally was Jesus. Um, he gave that to me during COVID, actually. Um, I <clears throat> I uh, was really afraid of getting COVID. And I think like the rest of the world, you know. Um, but really, I was yeah. just afraid of, of losing my sense of taste and my smell. And I actually had to talk to God about that because I was like, Lord, I think my senses are an idol. <laughs> Because if I lose my sense of taste and smell, like, you're still good. <laughs> but I just really didn't want to. A.G., I love you. I love you, Emma. Um, I mean, I just, like, I literally, like, I have my volcano candle, like, burning right now. Um, and it just smells so good. And I just didn't want that to change. Um, so <laughs> I am living in my like I call we call it Barbie's dream home um it's fall 2021 it's senior year I'm living with two of my bestest friends in the whole wide world that I met at Liberty Go Flames um and come on Chloe come on yeah (laughs) we gotta shout them out shout out they just needed a shout out women of God um and they have played uh the top five most influential people in my faith they are in those top five Mm -hmm. um so yeah wanted to honor them publicly um but um they got it was like early on in the semester and they got really sick and i um you know i got pretty scared and i just i thought it was covid Mm -hmm. and instead of saying y'all i'm sorry that you're not feeling well like how can i pray for you um can i lay hands you know uh can i pick you up some dinner how can i do you need any medicine Instead, I operated out of selfishness, out of self-focus, and it breathed life. It fertilized fear. And um, 
I was like, y'all need to go get tested for COVID because I'm not getting sick. And I really hurt them in that. Um, I was very short with them because I was focused on myself. Um, and they did and they went, got, got tested and it wasn't COVID and we talked it out and, and we were quick to forgive and quick to confess and, and all of the good things that happens in, in real sisterhood. Um, but that the Lord was just like, girl, like self-focused fertilizes fear in you. And I, and I mentioned it in the mm-hmm. blog because I think there's, there's multiple different types of fear, right? There's, there's being afraid of public speaking and, and of death and of losing your taste and smell. Um, did you know that public speaking is the number one worst fear? It's more, people are more afraid of it than death. Yes. Yeah. I just, that just still blows my mind. As a, as a communication major, like that really blows my mind. It kind of makes me feel like a superhero. All glory be to God because I'm, I get nervous, but I actually really enjoy it. And then I'm also not afraid of death because hello, eternity. Thank you, Jesus. Anyways, I'm getting off track. Another rabbit trail. But there's that kind of being like scared, right? Being fearful. And there's this other kind of fear called fear of man. And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, essentially bowing down to the opinions of others and sacrificing things to people, please. And Mm -hmm. I think that fear of man is a root that breathes life into dressing immodestly. It's like, oh, like the world is telling me, man is telling me that for me to attract a guy, I need to wear this type of situation. Um, or we take it on the other end and it's, oh, okay, so like I'm a believer. And so, you know, in First Peter 3, it says to adorn myself modestly. So I'm going to take that and I am going to make sure that everybody knows that I'm a believer. Everybody knows that I'm a good Christian. And so therefore I am going to wear only turtlenecks, athletic maxi skirts, um, you know, opaque leggings and sneakers, and I'm not allowed to care about what's in style, and I am going to go. So that way people know, like, yeah, like, that's a modest queen right there. That is a woman, woman of God. (laughs) No. The Lord looks at the heart. He's not looking at the outward Mm -hmm. appearance. Where is your heart? Yeah. Is it to please man, or is it to be honoring to him first and foremost? And then... And then living that abundant life that he promises us, which is, yeah, if you want to wear crazy socks over your jeans like MMA, do it. If that's authentic to you, come on, do it. I own 30 turtlenecks and it is not because God placed bur- like um, modesty on my heart a couple of years ago. It's because I think turtlenecks are the most versatile piece on literally anyone, boy or girl, and I've never seen anyone look bad in a turtleneck, especially guys. guys. She really means what she's saying. And you call them turds. I call them turds. I love that you call them turds. Thank you so much. My mom doesn't like it because she thinks it sounds like turds, Um, but (laughs) I still call it a turt. And um, yeah, I literally own 30. Um, And again, it's not because I think they're modest. It's because like, I'm obsessed with them and they make me happy and they bring versatility to my closet and I just think they're timeless. Um, yeah, I don't even remember your question to be, oh, self-focused fertilizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's so real. I so get that. <laughs> the Holy Spirit's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, where am I? Where am I? Anyways, that would be my answer to your question. Yeah. No, I love that so much. And that actually leads to the next question I wanted to ask you because we're talking about like we're we're talking about the posture of the heart and something that you said that I love that I just loved is that modesty is a holistic kingdom mindset and a heart posture and I I think that that is just something I really praise emphasized and hit home in this conversation. But also as we're talking about style and fashion I really wanted to ask you a question that speaks to the girl who cares about dressing modestly but thinks that it means she can't enjoy fashion and she can't keep up with the latest trends like what would you say to her oh I love that I love that so much I would say that God cares about you and he 
wants to be intimately and intricately involved in every aspect of your life. Dallas Willard says that if you don't see every single thing in this life as giving glory to God, then the word of Jesus has not fully seized you. Like this is a God permeated world. And so like he wants you to invite him into your working out. He wants you to invite him into you getting dressed in the morning. He wants to invite you into your speech that you have to give to your public speaking class or, you know, uh, picking up your kids from carpool. Like he wants to invite you into that. And so I would say like, I have been obsessed with all things girly girl since I was three years old. Um, I love to sing and dance and paint my nails and, and get dressed in the morning. And um, I think that people can look at first Peter three and be like, Oh, like I can't braid my hair. I can't, you know, wear pearls and like all those things. Like, no, no, no. God is not saying you cannot, keep up with Copenhagen Fashion Week and New York Fashion Week and and follow Vogue and, and InStyle and Instagram and and all of that. That's not what, and invest in timeless pieces. It's not what he's saying at all. He's saying when you, what Peter yeah. was saying in, in that situation was Jewish women, like the Greek culture is trendy. Yes, it is. But if you are taking those trends from the, from the Greeks and you're wearing them and then you're wearing them into my temple and you're looking for heads to turn, I don't want that in my temple. This is the house of God. This is about me. And so again, it comes back to those two questions of, is it authentic Mm -hmm. to you? And is it honoring to the Lord? So it's about that heart posture, right? Um, But no, like sister and friend, like I literally started a ministry about like helping people pick out their outfits from their closets. Like I have been able to make personal styling about Jesus. And, and he has taken it and he has sprinted with it. And it has been so sweet. And so I would say, you know, if you want to look like Emma Chamberlain, that's awesome. Like, that's really cool. Like, she has fun, funky style. If you want to dress like Mary Kate Robertson, that's awesome. She has incredible style. And she shifted the style of Liberty University forever. They're giving away blundstones right now. That's because Mary Kate was the first person to wear blundstones at Liberty University. And so like, seriously, and if you want to do gorp core, that's great. If you want to do the grunge look, that's awesome. If you want to go head to toe J crew, that's great. You are allowed to take inspiration from those things and, and, and make it honoring to the Lord. It's not, you know, from, I started my whole thing by like, I would see an outfit on Pinterest and I'd be like, that is so cute. How can I make that work with what I already have? And therefore I wasn't becoming a carbon copy of, okay, that top's from H&M, that those jeans are from J. Crew, and those shoes are from DSW. Okay, great, now I look like her. No, it was what do I already have out of my own closet? And so let's take this into the, into the, the modesty realm. Okay, so if you wanna look like Emma Chamberlain, great, let's say Emma Chamberlain's wearing a tank top in this outfit. Well, for one girl, she's gonna be like, great, I have, that tank, I have a tank top that, that'll work for this look, that's great. The other girl, the next girl will look at that outfit and be like, okay, I'm going to change that into a crew neck short sleeve t-shirt. And then the third girl is going to say, okay, I'm going to take that tank top. I'm going to do a turtleneck and I'm going to be good. All three of those girls are filtering that outfit decision under, is this honoring to the Lord? And is this authentic to me? The tank top girl is not any more or any less spiritual and sanctified than the turtleneck girl. And the turtleneck girl is not any more or any less spiritual like sanctified and and spiritual than the crew neck t-shirt girl or the tank top girl. It's not about getting into, can I cover my butt with (laughs) when I'm wearing leggings or not? It's being obsessed with the heart of God. It's going right back to the beginning of this podcast. Like, like that, that is how, that's how you can care about it. It's just, it's bringing it before the father. Mm -hmm. He literally cares about it. Like, Scripture talks all about how we are to clothe ourselves, but also it talks about how he has fashioned us, how he has fashioned us. Like that is beautiful. That is stunning. And that's really personal to me because I believe that he placed the passion place of fashion on my heart for a reason. 
And like, it's just really personal to me that there's so much language in the word of God about that. Uh, so yeah, you can totally be on trend, be timeless, be classy, be whatever, and be honoring to the Lord with it. Coming from a girl who passively consumes two things in her life, yep. the word of God and fashion. <laughs> <laughs> the word of God and fashion. Yeah. That's so good, AG. I follow so many fashion and, accounts. And, okay, a part of me, like, oh, I love that. Like, guys, AG's talking about her personal stylist business ministry that she started in college. And, like, I was one of her, I was one of her clients. Heck I yeah, you were. She literally came into my dorm room. And we had the best of the best time. Like, I sat in my dorm room and AG stood at my closet and she put so many outfits together with the clothes that I already had. And it was just so fantastic. I was so inspired. This girl is the real deal. She is obsessed with the heart of God and one of the most fashion-forward people that I know. I love this girl. And I, I wish that this conversation could be, like so much longer but I want to take time because to hone in on this because I really am excited about it so AG can you tell us what you are working on with Elo sister because to all of you who are listening this conversation will actually continue over at the Elo sister app and y'all can tune into it and I believe be so encouraged mm. and blessed by it that's really sweet okay yes plugging Elo sister app y'all okay so there's a free side to our app and then there's a premium side and Emma's workshops are on the premium side. And y'all, I cannot get enough of the MMA collection, the YouTube, the podcast, the book, Aww. the Instagram, like there's not, it's just, it's simply not enough. Um, and so there's also this thing called the Ella sister app where her content is being um, published. And I like to think of the app as like, like a Christian girl's version of like the masterclass where it's just like all of- That's such a good way to put that. Okay, yes, I agree. I literally put this on my Instagram story like this summer because I was like, wait, this like makes sense to me. And this like truly like brings attraction to the, to the app for me personally of like, yeah, we have fitness, we have mental health, we have, um, you know, workshops and devotionals that you can bring into your classroom, your Bible study. Um, it, 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 it's just so many good things um, that you can just bring into your daily, like walk with the Lord, but also with like within your community. And then there's also like daily scripture and daily encouragement and advice from like all these um, incredible people like Emma. And it's just, it's a blast and a half over there. And that we also have a free side so first of all, please ask for the premium side for Christmas because why wouldn't you want that? Um, but then the free side, um, so I can't believe I'm gonna say this out loud, uh, but they have asked me to be the <laughs> the resident stylist on the app, which is so sick. Um, God, Come on. when I say that God has sprinted with my obedient, yes, like he has sprinted with it. Like it is so humbling and so exciting. So every weekday in December, I have been posting these style tips on the app. Um, and in the new year, we have some things up our sleeve for, for more content um, for me to come. But yeah, I would say join the LR Sister app. And I just want to plug Emma with the LR Sister app one more time. I did her James study this summer, and it was really Aww. special for me because I remember like being in her and Josh's apartment in Lynchburg and, and her, um, you know, about to film all the videos and then her editing it and just being able to like pray over her during that time. And then to see like it actually like be in the app and to be able for me to do it for myself, like it, it ministered to me in more ways than one. Um, I love the book of James. My church is going through it like all year and it was so good. Um, but then what was also really neat is that we travel, Ello travels to college campuses and uh, we use the app, you know, to, to bring um, content and ideas to sorority chaplains 
And so uh, we were just at uh, ULL, University of Louisiana. They pronounce it Lafayette uh, <laughs> down in Louisiana. And um, we went through uh, the, the first video of, of Emma's James workshop and the girls were so impacted by it. And I sent Emma a video of literally a Panhellenic event um, of all these girls watching. And I think it's it's really it was just a really beautiful moment to see it full circle from my sister and friend who who mm -hmm. pours her heart and soul and obedient yes into her work and just to be able to see the fruit of her ministry. We're not promised to see the fruit. Like we're not promised that we're gonna see the fruit of like our our future, you know, sister in Christ, future husband. Like we may not see that marriage. We're gonna see it in heaven. Like like yeah. And so I think it's just those really sweet moments. It's more of God's goodness piled on top of his already goodness when we get to see the fruit of our labor. And so I, I sent her that little video and it was just really special. But yeah, the Ella sister app is, is truly, truly where it is. Um, God has called Sadie to it. God has called our team to it. And when he calls us to it, it's a good thing. And um, it's yeah. going to be, um, it's going to have the it, eternal significance. And so um, join the app today. <laughs> join the app today, folks. Yeah. <laughs> it is something you want to be a part of. Amen. <laughs> Speaking from some fellow members. Yes. <laughs> the... <laughs> Guys, oh my goodness, I love this conversation so much. Just to kind of give a little bit of an umbrella from this conversation. Self-focus fertilizes fear. Modesty truly is a kingdom-minded heart posture. And let's be obsessed with the heart of God. Let's be obsessed with the word of God. Because whenever we're obsessed with him, it's going to show up in how we look. It's going to show up in how we dress. It's going to show up in what we're seeking. And when we seek him, we find him. And he is wholeness. He is confidence. He is contentment. He is joy. And so... That's going to show up in how I dress when he's where I'm finding all of that in. It's going to show up in confidence and wholeness. And so knowing who you are and knowing who he is and loving people well because of it. So friends, I just really hope that you're so encouraged, not only in the specific conversation of modesty, and I hope this was a specific just challenge in a good direction, but also ultimately, I hope that through this conversation, you are drawn to the heart of God and drawn to be in his word. And I hope that you hear so passionately from my G and I that this is a conversation we wanted to have because we love you so much yeah. and we love God so much and we are for you in your corner yeah. and I just love you dearly. So AG, just from the deepest place of my heart, mm -hmm. thank you for being on the Have You Heard podcast today. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for having me. I love I've you. literally been holding back tears the whole time. I love you so much, sister. Oh, <laughs> friend. Guys, I will talk to y'all next week, which will be the new year. Come on, 2023. I love y'all. Bye, guys. <laughs>